You're listening to a news story on the audio version of The Taiyi. Thanks for listening. The Taiyi is a nonprofit newsroom that is funded by our audience. So, if you appreciate this article and you'd like to help us do more, head on over to support.thetaiyi.ca and become a Taiyi builder. You choose the amount to give, and you can cancel any time. Families are still waiting for answers in a deadly Kelowna crane disaster. By Brishti Basu, February 22, 2024. Almost three years after a crane collapse that killed five people on a Kelowna construction project, the RCMP have recommended at least one charge of criminal negligence causing death. But Kelowna RCMP told the Thai in a statement they would not be identifying whom we have recommended charges against. Chris Vilness, the father of one of the victims, has been told the same and is unhappy about the lack of information. I want to understand who is responsible for making the decisions that were made that day, Vilnius said. I want to know the technical mishaps that caused that tower to collapse. Chris's son, Kylan Vilnius, was a construction worker on the Brooklyn, a 25-story condo tower being developed by Kelowna Area Developer Mission Group. On the morning of July 12, 2021, Vilnius and his colleagues, Jared Zuck and brothers Eric and Patrick Stemmer were killed when the Stemmer construction crane they were working on collapsed. It crashed into an office, also killing Brad Zavislik, who was working there. In August, Vilnius said WorkSafe BC told him its investigation had been completed and handed over to the RCMP. At the time WorkSafe BC said it was not revealing any details about its inquiry until after police had finished their probe. Now that the RCMP's investigation is complete, WorkSafe BC said in a statement to the TAI it will still not be releasing its investigation report to ensure it does not affect the charge assessment process. Dilness said he's hoping the RCMP investigation is thorough and was done with a lot of effort. I'm optimistic that that is the case, he said. At the end of this I just really hope that this industry can learn from this and make sure that there's not another group of five families that are sitting here having to relive it every couple of months, for the rest of our lives, really. Josh Towsley, a representative of International Union of Operating Engineers Local 115, said the union has been seeking regulatory changes to how tower cranes are operated since the Kelowna crane collapse, but have yet to get answers. Towsley said he was recently part of a WorkSafe BC consultation process for changes to one part of BC tower crane regulations. Stakeholders were not given any information about changes made due to the Kelowna collapse during that process, despite his repeated requests for that information. In particular, we're looking for the licensing of contractors that erect, climb, reposition, and dismantle tower cranes, and we're looking for mandatory training for the people that do that work. Towsley said. There's no mandatory training that is required in that industry at all, there's no licensing required for the contractor. In its statement, WorkSafeBC said that even though it has not released its report, key learnings from the investigation are being incorporated into crane safety initiatives. More incidents since Kelowna According to the union, there were two tower crane malfunctions in Burnaby and Surrey earlier this year, in which there were fortunately no injuries. The boom of a crane collapsed at a work site in Surrey in the early morning of January 30 while construction crews were starting their day, Towsley said. 
This happened just days after an incident in Burnaby where part of a crane boom was hanging out over a highway due to an unknown technical failure, he said. The details of what happened aren't known because WorkSafe BC has not completed its investigation. Towsley said it's abnormal that the agency is withholding the results of its Kelowna investigation more than two years after it happened. WorkSafe BC did not answer the Thais question about how many tower crane accidents have taken place in BC since July 2021. Dilmas had been in contact with both WorkSafe BC and the RCMP since his son's death in an effort to find answers, so the charge recommendation did not come as a surprise to him. The RCMP had originally said it would be probably closer to the end of November, but that didn't happen, Vilnas said. It's February now, and it'll be another three months or so before the Crown actually decides. I won't get closure until I know the details of what happened. Right now we still have a lot of unknown. The decision on charges is made by Crown prosecutors. The charge recommendation was an important step in the process for the families of the victims and also a win for workers in a rare move to hold someone accountable for workplace deaths in BC, Towsley said. Now that that recommendation has been made, WorkSafe should immediately release their investigation and start working on the regulatory change that needs to happen in our industry. Thanks for stopping by the TAI today. Anytime you're in the mood to listen to important stories written well, we'll be here. And if you'd like to keep independent media going strong, head over to the tie.ca and click on the support us button to pitch in. Finally, big, big thank you to all of our tie builders who made this story possible.